Welcome to the very first Talking Tech podcast, and thanks for giving us a listen. We are super excited to be able to bring this podcast to what we hope grows into a great audience of listeners. My name is Travis Wood, and I serve as the Southwestern City Schools District's Career Technical Technology Specialist. That's a long name. I get it. I always hate saying that. Uh, I would like to introduce my co-host and the butt of most of my jokes, Dave Hampson. Come on in, Dave. Hey, Travis. Thanks for letting me uh, come in here to your awesome studio. I'm really excited. Let me introduce myself to everyone here. Uh, my name is Dave Hampson. I'm District Technology Liaison for Southwestern City Schools. I know that's a mouthful, but basically what it means is I bridge the gap between technology and curriculum and try to help out all students K-12 along with their teachers. So, yeah, I, I'm just excited to be here. I think this is going to be a great opportunity. And, Travis, i got to say that you really do have a face for podcasts. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that one before. But the funny thing is, he did make mention of my awesome studio. If you happen to see this, it's just a little office. I have one mic here hooked up to an iPad, and we're recording this first iPad in this fashion, so we both have to lean in and lean out of the same mic. Two guys and a mic. It gets a little uncomfortable, I do have to say. But to give you an idea of what this podcast is truly about, um, we're going to be covering a wide range of educational topics, mostly focused on technology. Uh, but we will also hit some of those classroom successes and practices and then kind of show how we can help better serve our students. That's the, the point of this is to make sure that we're, we're serving our students and we're trying to make them creators and not just consumers. Um, but we do have a lot to cover in this inaugural episode, so let's just get right to it. Both Dave and I have been to numerous conferences over the past few months, and we'd like to share some of those things that we learned from each of these. Uh, in addition, we are going to discuss some of our success stories that we've had in the district. Um, we've done a couple classes, and we'd like to share some of those. Um, but then we'll wrap the show up with giving just some tech tips that you can hopefully take with you and use immediately after listening to this episode. Um, but to let you know, we are a Google school, but I'm going to let Dave take the mic and have him uh, explain that to you. Yeah, so what this means is we're on our fifth or sixth year of adoption right now. So that means we've been using the G Suite for um, our email, for um, docs and Drive and Sheets and all that kind of stuff uh, for about five, six years. The other thing is we dropped the Microsoft Office Suite. And so basically students and teachers are using all Google products. And, and boy, how many people panicked when we dropped the Microsoft Office. There was so many that screamed, no! I'll, I'll tell you, it was an awesome time to be a technology person at that point. But uh, one thing that I do have to say is that we've been making big strides. Uh, Travis, you've been out teaching about Google Sites and Google Drive and We've been doing this Google Level 1 class together, and I think we've been making some positive impact, but there's still a long way to go. Yeah, so you mentioned the Google Level 1 class, so why don't we go ahead and talk about that now? Um, we've had a, a few sessions that we've taught already. The very first one that we rolled out, we had uh, nearly 45 students enrolled in that first class. Uh, and I shouldn't say students, but teachers that took the class, and we were excited to have that number. And we also had plenty of them pass the test. We had, what would you say, about 30 of them took the test? That's right. And probably about 85% of them ended up passing. Yeah, it was a big success rate, and for our first time doing that too. Yeah. And we, we had as kind of a reward and incentive, 
Uh, we had our innovation and entrepreneurship program. They actually run a t-shirt shop and we sent a design over to them and they created the shirts for us. And we had t-shirts that say Southwestern City Schools, Google Level 1 certified. So it kind of gave those educators uh, incentive to want to take the test itself because if they passed, then they received the t-shirt. And it was nice for us to go out and deliver those. And I believe what happened at the one school with, with the band? Oh, that, yeah, that was really funny. So we uh, we were dropping off these t-shirts. Travis and I were traveling all around the district, stopped at PV. We're dropping off this t-shirt for one of the band teachers there. And I got a play out of uh, the band. The band got to play this pep song for me as I was walking in and leaving um, after delivering the t-shirt. So that was really cool. And the other thing, too, is like going through this, we got to meet so many new teachers that were excited about using Google products, but just were unsure of where to go. And from this, it stemmed into now we're working with math coaches and we're doing Google level one certification for math coaches and looking at different ways to incorporate curriculum with the G Suite. And next is ELA. And I think we're probably going to be doing something like that, maybe either for the summer or uh, just before we leave our break. And that's fantastic that it's kind of turned into a domino effect that teachers are starting to want to become Google Level 1 certified. As we said, when we dropped Microsoft, uh, we had people hitting that panic button, but now they're starting to jump on board. They're starting to get that buy-in. And who else uh, to better sell the class than the teachers themselves? So it's been good to get the word out for that class. Um, but we're going to be talking about a few other things here as well. So the big thing that I would like to kind of discuss is how, what are the next steps with this class? So it's been working, but one of the things that Travis and I have been kind of talking about recently, and we'd like to hear from you too, if you're listening to this and you have some suggestions, this would be great for feedback for us. We've been doing these trainings as more of like a sit and get, where people come to us, they sit in a professional development session, and we give them the information. Now, one thing that we have been doing is giving the opportunity for teachers to do scenarios and build and take things away, which is all fine and good. But for me personally, and I don't know, Travis, you can agree or disagree with this, I think it's time to change how we even look at PD and maybe the sit and get idea is not the way to go. So we're trying to differentiate this and maybe having teachers do these scenarios and lessons as part of the overall class and then reach out to us when they need help. But I agree. Um, I think there does need to be a little bit of revamping. I think there's some delivery methods that we could use that could even model some of the things that we're trying to share with the teachers. For example, we could do a uh, Google Meet and have the teachers t chime in that way where we can kind of explain certain things to them that they need explained. Um, but the overall uh, idea behind it is to get them Google Level 1 certified, and I think so far we've, we're having some success with that. <clears throat> I guess we may have to um, look at some al different alternatives as far as delivery. So going back to that class, one of the big takeaways, especially with the math teachers, uh, Travis started showing uh, Google Drawings, and a lot of them were blown away about the versatility of this product and this app has. And most of the time it goes unnoticed because most people, when they go into the Google Drive, they're focused on docs, sheets, slides, and forms, and drawings kind of gets put under the wayside. But Travis, you're going into ITIP, which is mm -hmm. uh, coming up here in May, and you're going to be talking about uh, redesigning lessons using Google Drawings. So tell us a little bit about what you're going to do with Google Drawings. 
Yeah, I'm excited to actually be accepted. This will be the third time that I've presented at the ITIP Ohio Google Summit. And this year, again, it's up at Kalahari, which is a pretty nice setting in there. They have pretty nice rooms there so as far as presenting. This is the first presenting. time that you're, you're welcomed there, right? You presented <laughs> yeah. before where you just yeah. walked in. Yeah, I said, just kind of walked in and uh, took the stage. And the, I mean, the, lo- the room looked empty. I just threw something up on the uh, projector screen and just started talking. And people came in and started listening. Those so, three people were really three impressed. People. When those yeah. janitors came to remove you, right, though, I right. did feel sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but uh, in all seriousness, um, Google Google Drawings is a great tool that can be used as far as uh, redesigning your lessons. And a lot of people, what, what I'm going to share is, you know, when they look at Google Drawings, they, they kind of look at it as just an art tool, but it can be much more than that. You can actually um, create drag and drops on there. You can do digital posters. Um, you can do... Uh, digital timelines that are interactive where there are links that link you out to different things. Uh, you know you have hyperdocs in Google Docs, but you can also create that same feature right there within Google Drawings. And a lot of people will limit themselves to just the canvas, and that's where you can actually use outside the canvas. So if you're not looking to download that, but you're using it as a live link, those uh, areas outside the canvas is where you can put your drag and drop items, and then they can drag it into the picture. And you can uh, send those out just like you can any other item through Google Classroom and then have students resubmit back to you. So yeah, I think it's a great tool and I think it is underused because like Dave said, um, you don't really see it uh, when you're even going to hit file new. You don't see it there. You got to go down to those other or more and then it'll get that bump out and then you'll see Google Drawings there. But great tool and I'm I'm happy to be sharing that product with them. Now Dave, on the other hand, is going to be talking about Google Slides and uh, how those can actually be a great tool in the classroom. So Dave, why don't you share a little bit about uh, supercharge? Is it supercharging your Google Slides or yeah. something like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a name. It, you can you can yeah. throw anything in there. It's just what's amazing about Google Slides. So Travis talked about the things that you could do in drawings where you can add draggables and all that kind of information in there. And that blew those math teachers Wait, away. What, can, let me stop you for one, one second. Can you spell drawings for me? D-R-A-W-I-N-G-S. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Okay. Now say drawings. Drawings. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's kind of like that Cool Whip scene. Okay. So, cool so Whip. Here's the thing. Cool Whip. Drawings? I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't remember there being an L when you just spelled that. But go ahead. Anyways, sorry. Hey, I am a proud <laughs> graduate of Grove City High School, and we have a certain dialogue that we okay. use and, and a verbiage. From Di- dialect, school. you mean? Dialect. Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> So, uh, Google Slides, right? That's what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay, Go thanks. Ahead. thanks. Thanks, man. Uh, so, I'm really excited about this. Um, like Travis, um, this is, um, I, I presented at ITIP multiple times, but with Google Slides, I'm really excited to kind of differentiate the learning. So, one thing I'm going to do at this conference, and I tried to preview it when I was at OETC, is I'm going to have the participants, the attendees, choose where they want to go when they're in my seminar. So I don't want to have to dictate, this is what we're learning, this is the schedule we're sticking on, but rather I'm going to use an add-on in Google Slides called Pear Deck to get a survey from my audience to see what they want to learn about. So and that was really cool. I, I got to see him present this at OTEC, the Ohio Educational Technology Conference in uh, Columbus, and it was really pretty cool how he gave the audience choice as far as what they wanted to learn. So... In that, um, we're gonna. I have multiple topics. I think I have eight. Uh, one of them's using Pear Deck. The other ones are making digital storybooks. The other one is making a digital portfolio or video editing within Google Slides, or even changing it up. So many of the times we just look at it as a presentation tool, but it can be so much more. People are making newsletters. People are 
uh, creating uh, storybooks, like I said before, and some people are even making animations. So there's so much versatility in this app. And I think in a lot of Google apps, I just think we need to think about beyond what they originally intended for. Right. So many of us are stuck in this like Microsoft uh, realm where they, they don't see these as shareable living documents that can happen. And I'm not trying to sound like, yes, I did drink the, uh, the Google Kool-Aid. So I'll just get that out of the, uh, out in the air right now. But I think there's a lot of things that we can do with these tools that weren't available when you and I were in the classroom. Exactly. Um, and that's great. So, again, if you are registered for the ITIP Ohio Conference, uh, the Google Summit up in Kalahari, it is May 13th to the 14th, and I believe Dave and myself will both be presenting on that Tuesday. Um, I think, let's see, it is, I'll be presenting at 11 o'clock, and it looks like Dave is presenting at 1. So if you happen to be up there, please stop by. We'd love to see you um, and be able to share what it is that we have to share as far as those goes. Um, so transitioning on to the next topic, we just had a chance to go visit the Mansfield Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio, where they did film the movie The Shawshank Redemption. And it was great to see this place. Um, it was a conference that we went to called Schools Reimagined, but they tied in themes from the movie of this old prison. Um, and I didn't know that the other movies were filmed there. Um, Air Force One, Tango and Cash, there was a few other. Yeah, I had no clue, no yeah. idea that. It's, it's being used as a Hollywood set on a regular basis. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, it was really a, a neat conference to go in there and see, um, number one, the prison. But the two keynote speakers, Jimmy Casas and uh, Kevin Honeycutt, did a fantastic job as far as motivating and, and inspiring the participants that attended the conference. Um, Jimmy Casas was a former principal um, and a teacher at one time as well but really did a great job. I know he was loud and had a lot of uh, energy and kind of really commanded the space in the room. But, you know, his message really got across as far as, as far as trying to be great as a teacher. Don't just settle for being average, but be great. Find your great. Um, rediscover your why if you lost your way. It's kind of one of his messages. Um, and then Kevin Honeycutt, on the other hand, just did an excellent job as well, kind of mixed in his comedy a routine with it, but you know he was all about reaching and teaching every student, whether they're those ones that go into the back of the room. He talked how about how can I move those students to the front of the room to where they're engaged. Um, and he said, you know, in the digital world, there should be no reason that we cannot reach those that come into the room and sit in the back all the time. Um, with with the digital tools that we have, they're always on in that front row, as far as. Uh, Kevin Honeycutt was concerned. But if yeah, if you have a chance to follow them on Twitter, uh, you should do so. Um, if you ever see this conference pop up again, Schools Reimagined, I would suggest taking it. Um, I don't know if Dave wanted to add some of his thoughts. Yeah, it was just, it was amazing. There was so many good takeaways to come from this conference. One of the big ones is just trying to change the culture of your school in general. And, it, and it's not just from a teacher standpoint of being out in front of your classroom, shaking kids' hands and welcoming them in, but it's, it's also from the principals and everybody involved. Um, and you can see this uh, dynamic transformation that can happen is if all members are participating and buying into it. One of the things that um, I was really impressed with was that if you take this time and take the effort, the students' lives can be changed and make those positive impacts because a lot of times we don't know the scenarios that these kids are coming from. They could be coming from impoverished homes or from affluent homes. 
but the idea is as a teacher not to escalate different kinds of problems or issues that they might bring in, but try to welcome them and nurture them in an environment that is both safe and secure. Uh, the other thing is when Mr. Honeycutt was talking, um, he, he was just phenomenal about making students as publishers to the right. world. Yep. He was never <laughs> satisfied with it just going to him, but it had to go out to a wider audience. And I can't remember one of the apps he showed where these students were drawing out their pictures. They took a photo of it, and then they were able to make it into bed sheets and pillows and all this other kind of stuff. And then they were selling it online. Just It blew me away that... You know, um, he was able to take the time for those kids to be able to be creators and then produce their creations uh, to a wider audience. And I think he had some of the students, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they took their artwork and they worked with uh, one of the retirement homes. And when they found the, the ladies that would quilt. And they're the ones that kind of made shirts. Am I right? Are they the ones that made the button-up shirts? The bowling shirts. Yeah, yeah the bowling made... shirts. And then they went to go sell them, and they were going to sell them for 100 bucks a piece. And kind of what I recall is he said the principal came and said, Kevin, that's too much. $100 is too much. And Kevin said, well, we're not selling it to you. He said, we're selling it to the world. I mean, the world is our audience, not, not just that principle. And that kind of opens your eyes. And I remember what he said about, you know, being in your little snow globe that you got to, you got to, Crack that snow globe, break it, shatter it, so that way you're sharing on a global platform. And I think that's that's one of the main messages that stuck out from Kevin for me. I thought it was really cool, too. He talked about uh, that uh, one of his former students, how she was really into poetry, and she went through some serious trauma, and she expressed that trauma through her poetry. Well, he uh, encouraged her to publish it, and so they found a, a publishing site. She was able to publish her work and put it out on the web and at first she charged like $25 or something mm-hmm. like that yeah. for it. And he's like, uh, it's a little much for a 10 page book. And it was paperback. <laughs> it was paperback. And so then, uh, she readjusted the price. He downloaded it and was able to present it to her as a gift. And then one of the first things she did after looking through it, she was just taking it as if like it was Holy scripture. And then she looked at it and she goes, Oh, I'm, I got some spelling errors. I've got some other things that I need to change. Can, can I change these now? And, Boom, right away, they were able to go onto that site, change it, upload it again, and she's a publisher, and she was one of the first students published in that building, and that's student or teacher right. related. I, I, for a kid yeah. who has gone through some serious stuff, and to be able to do that, that makes a significant impact. Yeah, she was the only published author in the building, yeah. and you're right. And she learned a valuable lesson as far even as you know, learning to, to edit and revise your work. So, And that, that's another thing. When you're sharing on a public stage, you... I think tend to put a little bit more effort into the work and because you know it's not just the eyes of the teacher that's going to see it it's going to be eyes of pretty much anybody out there so yeah you're going to want to have your best work and put your best foot forward so I think that's the idea of sharing and um, you never know then what what good things can happen after that if you take that leap of faith. But great conference I recommend anybody going to it. So the next thing that I I would personally like to talk about are some of the new things that are coming out with Google. I just got back from the uh, Google Cloud Next conference, and Travis has been busting my chops because I've been wearing my lanyard recently that says Google Cloud Next, and he's like, oh, you got Google Cloud Next. You would think this guy was a salesman for uh, Google, the way he walks around just kind of with all his swag that he picked up. Yeah, he's one of the guys that stops at every vendor booth, signs his little name so he can get that free little squishy ball, you know, those little things that you can use to 
bust your anxiety out, but hey, maybe he hey, needs that. Hey, listen, the caveat is that now they are emailing me like crazy now, so I'm getting bombarded with that, and I'm getting phone calls, which is new. I'm not used to getting phone calls from vendors, but... Because uh, they want to sell you stuff. Exactly. So <laughs> the thing is that I'm I'm really excited about coming from this conference. We're just trying to sell an education, that's all. <laughs> hey, Travis. Go ahead. Talking. All right. Anyways, uh, just to... Uh, to reiterate again, uh, this this conference was amazing. There were a lot of new tools that are being pushed out, mostly focused on the Google Cloud, not necessarily the G Suite. But one of the things that I'm really excited for coming out in the G Suite recently is in um, uh, Google Sites. Google Sites is getting um, a big push recently. And so what we're going to be seeing soon is a picture carousel that's going to be added into Google Sites. So you'll be able to take pictures from your drive or from your uh, Google Photos put them into um, this carousel, and then when you put it onto your website, it'll automatically scroll for all you. For the longest time, Travis and I have been teaching people, well, if you want to have this done... <laughs> got to do a workaround using Google Photos. Google and site, can, or no, you, uh, Google Slides. You can, use, you can use Google Slides, but there is a way that you can use Google Photos as well to mm-hmm. put that in there, but just to have that easy functionality is going to be awesome. It, it will be really cool. And the, new, the other thing that's going to come out is templates for Google Sites. They're going to have templates for it. They're also going to have an ability where you can save templates and you can change, this is big, you can change fonts in uh, right? any of those That's categories. Cr- crazy. And, and change the colors. They're going to add a lot more customization to sites that I didn't think was going to happen for a long time. So I'm really excited about that. The other thing that I'm really excited for is in Google Meet, you're going to have a ability to have closed captioning, live closed captioning as you're talking. So if you're having a conference with parents that are hearing impaired or that don't have access to speakers and you're you're having this conference back and forth, closed captioning will be an availability in Google Meet, which is their video conferencing tool. So that's going to be really cool. Cool. And one thing I forgot to mention going back to Google Drawings, um, one of the it's not a recent one, but it's fairly recent. I think that was maybe about in maybe March that the uh, update took place. But in Google Docs, you can insert your Google Drawings. You no longer have to create the drawing right in Google Docs. You can just go insert from Drive, and then you can insert that Google Drawing that you created. And then, if you want, you can link it, so that way, anytime you make an update to the drawing, when you open up that doc, it'll have a little update button there that you click, and then the image itself will update as well right into your doc. So I think that's a pretty cool feature as well. Yeah, it's, it's a nice custom ability, and you know me, I like my docs. Right. Yeah. He, he loves his tables and docs, let me tell you what. Um, but we would like to start wrapping it up here. We've uh, talked quite a bit about some of the conferences. But again, we are going to be adding in here very soon uh, some of the things that we learn at the ITIP conference that we're not, you know, we're not just going there to present, but we're also going to go there and uh, learn as much as we can and soak up as much as we can from all the uh, excellent educators and technology gurus that are out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, it's it's going to be a great conference. Always a really good conference um, and great networking for other ed- educators that are uh, using tools that we use on a daily basis. So, yeah, this has been great. I've enjoyed this. It's good, and I can't wait to uh, tell everybody what we learned from uh, ITIP. Well, 
Well, that wraps it up, and I would like to thank you for tuning in and giving our podcast a listen. We hope you enjoyed it, and we do hope you continue to listen. Please share it with your colleagues as we really are looking to make a difference and hopefully make a small impact on the world of education. Keep an eye out for our next episode as we will provide live clips from the Google Google Summit sharing what we learned there. And in addition, we'll be welcoming our first guest, all jam-packed into one episode. As always, stay cool. Thank you.